Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The day after momentous night at Wembley. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> I mean, I think I think we reflected uh, England's misery uh, fairly well on the show today. If if we've achieved nothing else, yeah. I mean, I guess until we play the Czech Republic, it's hard to. You're just sort of in limbo now. Yeah, we don't know how England will respond. Yeah, exactly. Also, I mean, fair play to Scotland. Yes. They did play very well. We must keep reiterating that. They, I think, you know, they deserve to win. But um, they didn't, and it was a draw. Uh, but, yeah, it's hard to know what England will do next. Where do we go from here? And also, I guess for Scotland, the, it, it, you know, it's a great draw and everything, but they do want to get out of the group. So I guess for them, there's a sense of limbo as well now. They take a lot of positivity into that game against Croatia, but there's still a job to be done there, isn't there? Yeah. They certainly need to score. So we're all kind of in limbo. I know, yeah, we're, we're all kind of in limbo, really. Mm, yeah, so it's a, it's a podcast from limbo uh, that yes. you to enjoy today. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> the thing is, I know, I know I should be more mature about it. I just know I should, but I can't... It's so hard to be. <laughs> what, and so, what, just say it doesn't matter, it'll be fine. Uh, yeah, because I know. wouldn't believe it. I'd no. say it, but I wouldn't mean it. No, no, yeah. I'd be trying to, I'd be trying to kid myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Especially terrible. as you were at Wembley as well, it must make it even worse. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a wishing long way you home, isn't it? Afterwards, yeah. Think, oh, oh that must have been a horrible trudge. Just yeah. Waiting for a taxi outside a oh. hotel away from the ground at night. Yeah. And rain, oh, so, uh, oh no, oh, dear. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> you've got a show to listen to, guys, and it's a corker full of positivity yeah. and good vibes. <laughs> it is a bit more upbeat, to be fair. And lots of stories about people being naked, which, you know, always lifts spirits, doesn't it? What more do you want? Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. In the early kickoff, it's Hungary nil, France nil. Something about that scoreline <laughs> is deeply, deeply triggering. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson in the aftermath of Scotland's heroic nil-nil victory yeah. last night. <laughs> Dyson, you, tell me what you I think. Bet, I bet you were glad you uh, went through all that trouble to get tickets for Wembley, weren't you, Fordy, oh, eh? <laughs> to be there to witness that. It was like, you know, at the end, oh. it's, the, it's the worst place to be, is at a game like that, in the end, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. thank God England oh. didn't lose, obviously. And for listeners in Scotland, congratulations. Scotland was superb. Um... Uh, but Mike, you know when you're like, oh my god, I've got tickets for England, Scotland at Wembley. It's yeah, the best taste of my life. Uh, yeah, it's around the seventieth oh. minute. You go, yeah, I'm kind of witnessing oh. a crime here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was around seventy-five minutes. I think it was Mings did a long ball up to up to no one, just hoofed it up, and I thought, oh no, it's happening again. That we always know this is what England do every single time. But I always get caught up in the hype and think, no, we're really good this time. We're really going to do it, and then. 
you see a game like that, oh dear. It was terrible. Painful. Painful. But also, there was a kind of collective, about 70, 75 minutes, yeah. everyone in that stadium knew they were watching a nil-nil. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, until that yeah. point, you're like, oh, they well, were... hit the post or whatever, or clear yeah. up the line. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then at 70-odd, you go, oh, they're both they're both going to play for a nil-nil here. Yeah, oh, we're accepting this. It's, yeah, yeah, but both teams well kind of great. just kind yeah. of conspired <laughs> to draw each other. Oh, What's the point? What? What's the point? Oh, dear. Such a defensive lineup we put up against Scotland as well. I mean, yeah, Scotland should have won. They deserve to win, really, you know. In a way, I, I, you let's know, they should have. Let's not, lose, yeah. let's not lose our heads completely. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. man, Scotland were superb, but uh, England were just... Well, I mean, if that Stones goal had gone in when he hit the woodwork from the corner, I mean, it could have been it could have been slightly different. It would have been it wouldn't have been an amazing performance. But you know what they say about uncles and aunties? Dice <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what they say about uncles and aunties? Anyway, that is now yeah, we're probably going to have to deal with this <laughs> throughout the entire show. Yeah. But in a way, yeah. for all of us, wherever you are in the UK, listening to this. England got a point which takes them close to qualification. Scotland got a point which takes them close to qualification. No one lost. No one lost. It might feel like one side yeah. in particular lost. Uh, hey, yeah, we haven't conceded any goals yet, have we? So, yeah, Pick, actually, Pickford was the only good player, wasn't he, really? I think it's safe to say. We're unbeaten. We've, we've, <laughs> yeah. No one scored yeah. against us. We're hard to yes. beat. Yes. We are yeah. now the plucky underdogs. <laughs> we got a massive result against Scotland last night. Everyone's forgetting yeah. this. Plucky Huge. old England. Yeah. Um, well, there is uh, one big game on today while we're on. Um, but... Let's see how Matt Dyson can stretch out a three-minute intro talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, some goals would be nice after last night's uh, boring battle of Britain, the biggest anti-climax of Euro 2020 so far. The real winner was Graham Souness's new teeth. The one bright shining light on a dull, wet night at Wembley. The main action of the evening was from the thousands of Scotland fans who flew down to London without tickets. I could watch replays of their antics all day. The guy who turned Leicester Square into a giant slip-and-slide aquaplaning on his chest over huge puddles or the man in a kilt on the tube who went viral for doing the caterpillar in the middle of the carriage with uh, a visible undercarriage due to his insistence I think I saw his caterpillar (laughs) on wearing his kilt in the traditional manner (laughs) much tenants and Buckfast tonic wine was consumed by these elite level entertainers especially the guy who got completely naked in Hyde Park in the middle of the day Uh, they did Scotland proud apart from all the mess uh, which some of the Scotland (laughs) fans did help to clean up uh, while England's footballers reverted to and played the way they always end up playing at international tournaments. In today's hot Euro action, uh, favourites to win the tournament, France are already underway against Hungary at the Pushkas Arena in Budapest, the city that is, of course, home to George Ezra's famous golden grand piano. <laughs> the stadium is named after one of the best players the world has ever seen, Ferenc Pushkas, who scored 84 goals in 85 international matches for Hungary. Take note, Harry Kane. Elsewhere today, Spain played Poland at eight, but the big Iguan at five sees unrepentant scratch and sniff merchant Jürgi Love and his German side take yeah. on Coca-Cola shunning Cristiano Ronaldo's Portugal in Group F. Ronaldo hitting the headlines for moving some bottles of Coca-Cola out of his way at a press conference in favour of water. He only promotes major brand names if he personally is profiting. Uh, Coke lost yeah, $4 billion yeah, dollars yeah. in value on the stock exchange after that. But let's not get carried away about how much Ronaldo really cares about the world's health. He has 
previously taken a lot of cash to promote KFC, a caffeinated energy drink called Soccer Aid, a Brazilian beer, That's and charity, even mate. appeared in, no, not the charity, in a TV <laughs> advert for Coca-Cola back in 2006. Next time he tells you to just drink water, make sure you take it with a pinch of salt, a pinch of sugar, a pinch <laughs> of palm oil, a spartum, and saturated fat. Yes, Dyson. Absolutely brilliant. Searing socio-political analysis. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the soccer aid was spelt different to the charity, if there was any confusion. There was a slight uh, confusion, yes. They were trying, it was trying to rival Gatorade, apparently. All right, OK. Really take off, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to Rock and Roll Football. Congratulations to Scotland for last night. We'll continue to uh, reflect on that draw. Oh! How did he not score then? France almost scored. Wow. See, France, France draw nil nil. They're drawing yeah, nil nil. They can't score either. What, 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 they're up here. They're, they're at nil nil. We're nil nil. You know, is it coming home? <laughs> Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Hungary and France doing a, an England-Scotland. It's still nil-nil. Yeah. Mbappe just missed a free header as well. Oh, that, is a really, that is an England thing to do. Yeah, completely see? unmarked. Still misses. Yeah, great. We should say as well, um, obviously the last couple of days been a lot of Scottish people in London having a wonderful time. Yeah. There were a number of Scottish people who went to Leicester Square today and have been collecting the litter. Yes, which they is did, incredible. They did. I know, well, the amount of litter left was incredible, certainly, and uh, it is good that some of them have gone to clear it up, certainly. But yeah. when has anyone ever done that? I know, yeah, it's true. It's one of the most incredible it? things I've ever seen. It actually makes me feel really emotional. Yeah, I hate litter. Not, yeah. I hate litter so much. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not. It wasn't great during COVID, was it, to see so many people in such a small space? But, you know, um, it well, was. You, you know, know, I do often think this. You know, if you're not a football fan, you must be like. What? Because as football fans, you go, oh, this is great. But if you're a football yeah, fan, yeah. you're like, hang on. Like, <laughs> COVID is still happening. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Just thousands of people who are going to get on trains, come to London, bounce around, and no one on the news is going to say, should we, is this... <laughs> should the police move yeah. them on? Is oh. Nicola Sturgeon going to say, no, OK, this is all fine. Yeah, everyone's Boris is going to... Right, yeah. no, 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 OK, okay. we're all... Well, the... I suppose they're outside, yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah great. It's football, isn't it? Football, isn't it? <laughs> It's allowed yeah. football. Like, it just, you do wonder, like, if you don't like football, it must drive you mad. Um, yeah, it must do. Yeah. But welcome to this Euro 2020 special <laughs> <laughs> of rock and roll yeah. football. Um, so I had a couple of drinks last night. As, uh, listeners oh, to the yes, show will of know, course. I've not had a beer since November, but last Sunday I went to the Croatia game and had my first lager in nearly 200 oh. days. Oh, and I've what got, brand was it? What brand did you go for? Well, I had a, I had a can of Holston pills outside the stadium. Of course. <laughs> Just really in honest. case they weren't selling any indoors. <laughs> uh, okay, I, thought, yeah. I wanted my first one to be before that England game. Oh, yeah. I've got to tell you, Dyson, it, mm. it, it tasted sensational. I bet it did. Oh, I actually wow. think lager is the best flavour. Yes, yeah, ice cold on a oh, hot day. Man. Can't be beaten, can it? It's Come on. so good. Because you know what? You know when you first start drinking, I mean, obviously, drink responsibly, but when you yeah. first start drinking, <laughs> it's not the flavour. As a young man, you're not, no. in, you're not going to lager for flavour, are you? Do you know what I mean? No, you'd rather have some squash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Know. Why can't you just yeah. make Robinson's alcohol? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's what alcohol's for. And I'm not yes, suggesting yeah. that's a good idea. That would be deeply socially <laughs> irresponsible. But what I'm saying is, when you're enjoying it, responsibly and in moderation um, mm, yeah. the flavour of lager you know what it's the first time I've ever really thought about it I was like that tastes perfect <laughs> it's really bad I was oh. like it's, I can't believe how much I've missed the flavour 
So you, you necked it in one, did you? Or... Yeah, yeah, necked it, started on some <laughs> yeah, coppers. Yeah, and... yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> immediately oh turned into like a werewolf. <laughs> oh, no. It's Old Forby's back. The school yeah, the sc- <laughs> Wow, the school wolf was <laughs> let loose at Wembley Stadium. He'd have had wow. nothing to do last night, would he, the poor school wolf? No, 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 he'd be very bored. The school wolf in London. <laughs> <laughs> An American school wolf in London. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, yes, it was nice to um, have a drink and my foot did not explode. Oh, that's great news. Good. Yes, it's great. So I think basically, uh, uh, sort of fine. Nice, great. Clean bill of health. Clean bill of health. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm still taking the medication and everything, but it, it was quite fun to be able to just have a beer at the football. Oh, that's great. Such a basic thing, isn't it? But well, yeah, no, but it's nice that you appreciate that. It gives you a fresh appreciation for life, doesn't it? It does. So to all of you who've been tweeting me in the week and messaging, um, yes, I had my first beer at the football, so I feel like everyone's been on this gout journey with me. Yeah, we really have, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're there at the really low points, you know, the, the cherry the cherry juice oh. and that that, um, that stock stuff you use. What's it? Booyom. Booyom. Yeah, the, yeah. the Booyom days. <laughs> we, we saw you through all of that, and now it's great to see you coming out the other side. It is. Everyone's been on this gout journey with me, and obviously it's a very difficult journey because you don't you know, use one foot. So um, yeah. thank <laughs> yeah. you, dear listeners, for, for hobbling along with me. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Still nil-nil between Hungary and France in Euro 2020. Um, now, people have their own systems of predicting results and games. In the past, we've had Paul the Octopus and all sorts of things. This show, this station, has Dyson's dog. Dyson, talk us through how this prediction works. Uh, well, uh, Bertie, my little shit, so he's nearly one. Um, but basically, we were going to get like nice flags printed off for each nation, but the printer wasn't working at work, so we just got <laughs> sheets of A4 paper with the team name on. Uh, and right, so I put them on the floor in my garden with a snack on each team. I let Bertie loose. He goes to the team he thinks is going to win okay uh, and um, well we've had a, we've done about five games so far for the home nations uh, he backed the Czech Republic to beat Scotland so he got that one right wow and he said he said Scotland would beat England which was a bold prediction and in many ways you know they were the victors on the night with the draw yeah, so, I mean, you know, yes <laughs> but I mean you're right there because if you don't give him the option of a draw Yes, then, exactly. You know, then all he can do is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and actually, he picked the team that are happiest with the result. Exactly. So, so I'm saying two yeah, correct I'm giving so him that. Far. I'm giving him yeah, I'm, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, he's really good at predicting the Scotland games. Yes, it seems to be that's where he's really focusing his, his attention when it comes to the psychic ability, yeah. And what, why do you think that is? Why, why do you think your dog has such a sort of psychological um, connection to Scotland? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. Uh, he's, never, he's never expressed any interest in, in Scottish things before. Um, he's probably like haggis. I mean, you know, he likes, he likes eating meat. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't, yeah, I don't see any other reason. But, I mean, I can't wait to see what he's going to predict for the Croatia game because that's crucial for Scotland now. It is. That's on Tuesday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, at the same time as England against the Czech Republic. When we, I mean, Scotland can finish third and get out of the group, which is exciting. Yes, that it's would still, be good, wouldn't it? It's basically still in their own hands because they beat Croatia, surely they're through. Yeah, but that's quite a big ask, really, when your team hasn't scored yet. You know, um, get one on the break. <laughs> well, yeah, they should do at some point. They've got to score at some point, surely. Yeah. who knows I think Scotland can and indeed will beat Croatia and I think it makes it really exciting yes it will do certainly the big big worry is how we get on now isn't it 
Oh, don't say that. <laughs> what, what are you saying that for? Well, I'm just the summer for why? <laughs> I'm not ruining it. You but are. you know, the optimism has all gone out the window now, and we're all facing up to reality. And you've got to be honest. We drew. We're unbeaten. We haven't uh, conceded a goal. We drew against our nearest and fiercest rivals in a really hard game at Wembley, and we've beaten the World Cup finalists. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We should be more positive. It's coming up. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Next week, Jay Lawrence is covering for Ben Burrell in the afternoons, and you could win up to £1,500 thanks to Ladbrokes. If you think you know your football, then all you need to do is answer a few questions and the cash could be yours. It's easy. At ladbrokes.com, you can play five-a-side every day of the European Championships. Pick your formation, select your players, and be the boss this summer. For more information and another chance to win, head to absoluteradio.co.uk. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ken's got gout. Oh. <laughs> a massive, <laughs> yes. massive, massive goal in the Euros. Huge, huge upset could be on the cards. Attila Fiola has scored in injury time for Hungary and they've gone in at halftime just now. Hungary 1-0 up against France. I mean, France have missed a hatful of very good chances in the first half. <laughs> what they'd call guilt-edged. You're Edged in guilt. <laughs> and, 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 um, and they were guilty chances and they've been made to pay for it. This is unbelievable. And you're telling me that the goal scorer is Attila for Hun. <laughs> yeah, Attila for Hun. I know, unbelievable, isn't it? Wow. His, did you see his celebration? It was like he... Very he aggressive. Off, yeah, he ran off to like, there's like a sort of trestle table like the one Dominic Cummings did his statement on in the <laughs> yeah, I think it's the exact number one, 10. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, there was like a pitch side reporter sat there. She looked completely freaked out by what was going on and he sort of smashed up her laptop, I think, or something, or... Well, He's going to pay for it later. Yeah, I mean, it's all very well celebrating, but he should at least be booked for that, surely. He should be booked for that. And, uh, you know, as I'm sure mothers around the country would say, why can't they just be happy when they score? Yes, exactly. Why is he so angry? I used to think that with Rooney. I was like, he looks livid half the time. I was like, well, don't score then, mate. He's very angry. (laughs) Your therapist would say, maybe you need to stop scoring goals. Yeah, well, possibly, yeah. That's what makes you scream down a camera lens. Um, yeah. What's wrong yeah. with the, that's why I quite like the Harry Kane thing, the little jump. You know, it's all very old fashioned, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very measured. Yeah. Not, sensible celebration. Not that we've seen it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but no. there you go. You see, France, the favourites, the world champions, yes. losing to Hungary one nil. Yeah, it's not just England. It's everyone's suffering like this hey. in this tournament. <laughs> Did we lose last night? Ah, I yeah, don't think we so, didn't, mate. didn't we? We got a good point, a solid point. point yeah. Unbeaten, not a single goal conceded. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm Keep saying, saying it. it. I'm saying it like, I'm, the, saying I'm, it. like I'm in the House of Commons. <laughs> I to remind the honourable member, gent- the, the, yes. the honourable gentleman officer. Oh yes, yes, yes. Not a goal conceded. Yeah, no, yeah, unbeaten, yeah, yeah. unbeaten. Unbeaten. Yeah. yeah. They said it couldn't be done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there you go. You see, and it's a great hungry goal by the way but it just really goes good. to show that there are things worse in life than drawing nil nil <laughs> yeah, yeah and obviously true. drawing nil you know we shouldn't take anything away from Scotland at all and I don't want people to misunderstand Scotland were absolutely superb last night and a draw for them and, and, and we mean this like genuinely was fantastic and it gives yeah. them a genuine chance of getting out of the group which is the main thing um, so yes um, whilst we are disappointed with a nil-nil. I mean, actually, what I keep thinking is, 
we were. <laughs> it was a fair reflection, wasn't it? That was the thing. It was just that England didn't play particularly well. No, we didn't. I don't think we lined up particularly well. We could have maybe had a bit more of an attacking starting lineup, perhaps. Things could have been different, but you know. You've hit upon something there, Dyson. We should have tried to score goals. Yeah, yes, that always helps. It's Southgate, if you're listening, mate, try and score next time, (laughs) because this guy, Matt Dyson, I think he's onto something. He's one of those football nerds. Listen and learn. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, in honour of the Scotland fans who had such a wonderful time when they visited London, um, one in particular, Dyson, ended up... Well, I say ended up, got (laughs) naked... In Hyde Park. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, in the middle of the day, yeah. Uh, uh, loads of tourists all around I'd imagine somehow uh, and this wasn't even wasn't even the day of the game I think it was the day before was it I think possibly <laughs> and uh, yeah he'd already got started early and was completely naked I mean I, it's so, like, the thought of getting naked in public is most people's fear yeah. not something to be yeah. like well no. hey you can still have fun with your clothes on can't you sure yeah, yeah. just yeah, as much I think or possibly yeah. more I don't know how you'd get in that state personally do you know what but actually yeah. going into Wembley yesterday I saw a guy there were loads of Scottish fans there obviously and I saw one I was like I recognise him so I see an accent. It was like it was one of the guys off those viral videos in Leicester Square. I was like, oh, he oh, was drunking really? in Leicester Square. Yes, oh, I wow. recognised him. Yeah, the fellow came up I've seen you on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> You're you the Leicester Square guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're genuinely, internet famous. You are yeah, genuinely starstruck. He was absolutely <laughs> leathered as well. This was three uh, hours before yeah. kickoff. Yeah. Um, so, what's the most embarrassing place you've ended up naked? <laughs> Text us on eight twelve fifteen. Um, Dyson, I imagine you've never ended up anywhere. No, naked I ever. try. No, no, never really fully naked. No, uh, also, semi-naked, and but I, and never I, fully. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, this is a compliment. I imagine yeah. you to be so hairy that even with your clothes off, you're never really naked. No, yes, it's true. It's like, yeah, I've got nature's covering. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I'm blessed for that, yeah. It is nice. But my brother once, my brother Tom once, right, he once found himself naked at a bus stop in Newcastle. What? At six, six in the morning, on a Monday morning. Heck right? of a commute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was a Monday morning because he, he was at a uni up there and he went, he'd, he'd been on a, he had a big weekend and he, he, he'd, he slept walk, he slept walked <gasps> Yeah, no. from his from his house, he went outside <gasps> and then sat at the bus stop. And he sort of woke up, came to, um, just sat there naked on one of those little benches <laughs> while everyone was going to work on the, the number eight to heat or whatever it was. And uh, th- that's where he woke up. What a horrible situation! That's appalling. I know. Yeah, imagine that. So well, then, what did he do? So he wakes up and then just like. what's going on shock (laughs) and then I imagine scamper back inside as quickly as possible I don't think he would have had a key either so I'm not sure how he got but I think his flatmates let him in because of course he was completely naked so he had no key but Uh, but his flatmates let him back in how far had he walked how far was the bus stop oh not too far no he'd just gone out the front door and then down the road a little bit to the bus stop so it wasn't it wasn't too far but yeah just to do that without any knowledge is quite scary he's never done it since thankfully yes well, beat that. <laughs> Text us on 8, 12, 15. The strangest places you've ended up, what do we say, in the nuddy? Yeah, in the nuddy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
Hungary all over France at the moment, Dyson. They're winning 1-0. There's just over half an hour left and the fans are going ballistic. That's amazing, isn't it? This is, could really be the biggest upset of the tournament so far. Yeah, and France, obviously the favourites, the world champions, the, the team that really everyone fears. And, uh, you know, we're getting all morose about drawing nil-nil last night and they're losing yeah, one nil to exactly. Hungary. Yeah, it's not as bad. It's putting it into context, isn't it? There'll be French fans going, why can't we be more like the English? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with their tight defence and their clean sheets. You yeah, see exactly. England last night, that Wembley's so impressive. You cannot score against them. They are no, yeah. So average. <laughs> so average why can't we just yeah. be average or yeah, below average? Exactly. That exactly. said, France on the attack now. Oh, it was nice. Uh, three Lions rang a bit flat when we played it earlier, didn't they? But I mean, it was it was nice to hear Trevor Brookings clip at the start. You know that classic line: "We're not creative enough. We're not, We're positive. not positive enough." Oh, it still rings true. <laughs> still <laughs> rings true to this very day. <laughs> Trevor would say the same thing about last night's performance. Amazing. Texas on eight twelve fifteen in honour of um, the Scottish gentleman in Hyde Park who was found without his clothes. Um, let us know the most embarrassing places you found yourself in the nuddy. Um, someone says, my fellow was naked in a hotel in Galway, opened the wrong door in the oh. middle of the night for the toilet, had to go down to reception as I was out for the oh, count. Oh, nice, nice. Oh. There's going to be a lot of hotel ones, I think. Yeah. I, so, I mean, it's, you know what? I've, I like panic if I've not put the blinds down in the in the bathroom. Do you know what I mean? Like The thought yeah. of anyone else seeing you naked is possibly yeah. the most appalling <laughs> thought for most people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It is pretty scary. And most people have those horrible dreams where they like go to school and they're completely naked or naked in the workplace. But it very rarely happens in real life. Yeah, have you ever had that dream about coming here naked? Uh, no, not, no, not on our show, not on a Saturday, thankfully. Well, the, you know, the problem is, now that we've talked about it, loads of people tonight are going to have that naked anxiety dream. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? It'd be still more pleasurable than watching that game last night. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ken's got gout. Big oh. goal in the Euros, Matt Dyson. <laughs> Dyson, are you there? Oh! Well, we can cover this. I'm an impressionist. <laughs> uh, yeah, 40. Uh, France has scored, uh, so it's one all between Hungary and France. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. We've got some amazing live music venues across the UK with some incredible little-known stories behind them. The 100 Club in London, Night and Day in Manchester, the Leadmill in Sheffield, just to name a few. You can take a peek behind the curtain of these legendary venues in our new series on Absolute Radio, hosted by Charlene Spiteri, called Tales from the Cloakroom, which uncovers the stories of the people who keep these venues running and why they're so special. This Sunday at 8pm on Absolute Radio, we head to the legendary King Tut's in Glasgow, where Oasis was signed. Plus, listen to all six episodes now in our free Absolute Radio mobile app. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We've got a very special treat now. Earlier this afternoon, Chris Kamara dropped in for a quick chat with me about the England-Scotland game last night, and I started by asking him how he felt after the match. Oh, deflated. The has <laughs> burst in the second game. Only because Steve Clark got his tactics absolutely spot on. And then, you know, you think, well, maybe we've got a plan B. But we didn't. We didn't have anything to combat their tactics. The way that they played 
was perfect, absolutely perfect. If we were doing that to France or Germany or Spain or Portugal, we would be delighted. It's like Jose Mourinho coming up against, say for Spurs, coming up against Man City. They stopped them doing exactly what they're good at, playing the ball around and stifle the play completely, make it very difficult for them to get any fluency whatsoever. In the meantime, you play. You know, Scotland played and passed it. And England would have watched the Scotland-Czech game. And the Scotland-Czech game, Scotland went long virtually every attack. Mm. The goalkeeper would kick it, the centre-halves would kick it, and they were chasing futile balls. So Gareth obviously worked it out, okay, if that's their tactic, we'll combat that by sitting a little bit deeper, getting the balls off them, and then we move forward. The problem was lacklustre, they couldn't find a way out, Harry Kane's coming deeper all the time. Calvin Phillips, who had a great game in the first game going forward, is sitting deeper. Declan Rice is deep. You've got the back four that's deep in the first place. Can't get the ball out to the wide men. And invariably, it's disappointing. And there was a sense that England looked cagey or rattled last night. I mean, you've played the game. Did you think that was fair or were we just tactically outthought? Do you think the occasion psychologically affected England? Uh, possibly, yeah, possibly. I thought we were just lethargic. Yeah. It's easy. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. But if you had a hairy... A hairy? A hairy back. Yeah. A hairy rednap sat in the stand a Terry Venables, a Glenn Hoddle, someone who's been there before, who knows what the score is. Sometimes down at pitch level, you don't really see the full picture. Mm. If you've got an experienced fella up there who's looking down at it and realises, hang on a second, we are not going to score a goal in the month of Sundays. Even if we get to half-time, nil-nil, once we play exactly the same way, we cannot break this lockdown unless we change the formation, unless we change what we're doing. Stick another one up front with Harry Kane. Stick Rashford right up top. Keep folding on to help us change the game. You know, and he didn't do that. You know, so it was disappointing, as you said. We've got more from Cammy coming right up after this. Whether where he'll be telling us whether it's coming home or not. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. It was great talking to Chris Kamara earlier. It's time for my second part of that chat, where I asked him what last night meant for England's chances in the wider tournament. Um, we're still on course, you know, because lessons will be learned. All of a sudden, the hype from the Croatia game sort of like took us to the position last night where we'll roll over the Scots, move on to the final game against the Czechs. We'll be fine, not a problem. Everything will move on. Yeah. If we'd started with a nil-nil draw against the Scots and then beat Croatia and then be facing the Czechs, we'd all be absolutely delighted now. Yes. <laughs> that is the thing. 
So switch them around in your mind and think, you know, we've got four points. It's all about, you know, when you think back to when Portugal won it, they didn't win a single group game and yet ended up winning the tournament. So we have to remember, you know, as much as we got carried away, let's not let the downside be too much, you know, weighing in our thinking, Matt. I guess, We've still got a good chance. Yes, I guess what you're saying is, it's coming home. <laughs> well, I was before last night. <laughs> I can't bring myself to say it today, but, you know, that's football, you know. It builds you up and then it knocks you down, you know. I'm a massive, massive England fan. I watched it with my two boys last night, and we were all set for a party and enjoyment. Yeah. You know, and then you see it after 20 minutes and you still think he's going to change it around, get to half time, you know, he's going to change it. No, he didn't. Only used two subs, you know, and you rely on one of those subs to be a miracle worker. You take Foden off, who's not had a kick in the right areas. Oh, so it's like, oh, gosh. Anyway, it's gone from my mind after this conversation. It's all about the Czech Republic and we move on. Come on. Cammy, that's the spirit. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you, Matt, and thanks for doing my podcast. Oh, what an amazing guest Cammy was. The podcast he mentioned, by the way, is called Cammy's Supporters Club, where during the Euros, Cammy is talking to famous football fans about why they love the beautiful game. They talk about who they support, their memories of being a football fan, and each guest picks the five tracks which soundtrack their football fandom. The episode I'm on is out now, plus you can hear Cammy chat to Ben Shepherd, Ben Shepherd, and Omid Jalili. That's Cammy's Supporters Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. And it is finished between Hungary and France, Dyson, and an amazing yes. result. One all it was in the end, but a great result for Hungary, like you say. Uh, Antoine Griezmann getting the equaliser after Hungary took the lead in the first half. Attila Fiola scoring, then smashing up all the stuff on a reporter's table. As he, I think he was trying to run to the fans and got angry that he couldn't get to the fans, so he just took it out on this table of stuff. Very strange celebration, but a big win for Hungary. Yes, of course, and uh, in the end, um, a, a great point for Hungary, and it, it sort of it moves them up the table. So. Um, you know, yes, maybe he, maybe that's what he was trying to suggest was that they were smashing yes. up the table. Uh, yes, in, in a literal yeah, sense. yeah, the tale of two tables. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. If a draw is good enough for the world champions, why can't England just yeah. be happy with one? Just, <laughs> yeah, fancy exactly. just copying us, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, as Euro 2020 is being hosted across the tournament each week, we are effectively in a different host city, and today we are in Budapest. Love it. This may sound like old medieval English music, but no, it's definitely yes. Hungarian dance it's, it's, music. Yeah, from the 17th century. It's, it's labelled on, on my laptop, yeah. It's nice, isn't it? It's time for this week's penalty shootout. I'm going to put three facts about Budapest to Matt Dyson. One of them is true. Two of them are false. Here is option A. Okay. Hungarian 
The language spoken in Hungary and its capital Budapest is truly a mysterious language, as no record of its origins remain. That's right, literally no one knows where the Hungarian language came from. Multiple <laughs> theories exist on its strange past. Was it spoken by the first Homo sapiens and handed down by word of mouth? Or does it go back even further to pre-human times? And is it a verbal connection to the dinosaurs who roamed this planet long before us and may well have learned the power of speech as hinted at in Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom? <laughs> if that's true. Ah, if that is wow. true, then maybe okay. the asteroid didn't just kill the dinosaurs, but it also wiped out their textbooks. Uh, <laughs> right, OK. Hmm. Option B. Budapest takes its name from two things, its most prominent local flower and its first leader. Buda, meaning pungent green plant, and Pest, a reference to the first known leader of that region, Istvan Pest, a brutal and callous ruler. He was known for his relentless persistence, hence why we call a nuisance a pest. A Budapest <laughs> arguably means a smelly green plant, which is also a nuisance. Oh, wow. Here's the third option. Option okay. Option D. One of the most popular foods in Hungary are Splungenlugen, which literally translates as meat face. They are dense <laughs> blocks of Hungarian cattle meat, literally the size of your face, and served in a yeasty bread with pickled cabbage. Hungarian Ooh. children like to place the cabbage on top of their Splungenlugen to make it look like the face has hair. But you'll be pleased to know that Hungarian parents are just as likely as their British counterparts to tell their children to stop playing with their food. <laughs> the difference is there are no records of Splungenlugen being served with spaghetti hoops. No, right. Splungenlugen, right. So, okay, well. Is, is Hungarian basically a made up language with no record of its origin? Mm. Does Budapest take its name from its flower and its ruler, Buda Pest? Yeah. Uh, or is Splungenlugen one of the most popular foods? Oh, it's a bit harder this week. I think it's, it's got a bit harder. Oh, I mean, I can sort of... I'm going to rule out rule out Splungenlugen. Um, um, and I don't... I mean, Hungarian was invented by the dinosaurs. Doesn't seem to have ring true with me either, but then... I'm going to go with the plant and the leader on this penalty shoot. It's a high-pressure situation. I'm going with the plant and the leader. So you think that's the... The Buddha and the pest. OK, here we go. Let's have a look. And it's saved. He's missed. Oh, no, I've missed. The language option. Obviously, I added on the theory about the dinosaurs, but it's true. There no, is no record oh, of the Hungarian wow. language. No one oh, knows where wow. it came from. Wow, weird. That's amazing. So they go, yeah. The quiz gets I missed harder. the penalty. I missed, I missed. The pressure got to me. <laughs> Typical English player. <laughs> eh? oh, no! I didn't know they were going to be like consequentials for England in this. <laughs> oh, I was just making me feel worse. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Text us on 8.12.15, the strangest places that you found yourself in the nutty. It's obviously a high-risk um, <laughs> conversation, this. Linda says, I went on stage as a child wearing nothing but my school hat because my best friend's sister dared me to. Oh, wow. That's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, I guess if you do it as a kid. As a kid, you just run yeah. naked. 
Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, not so much in school though. I mean, yeah, yes. <laughs> seems to... <laughs> that's do frowned it. upon at school, isn't it? Certainly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> just the just the hats and nothing else. Very strange. Um, the thing is, a child is like that's quite a broad range you know obviously at the lower end of the ages you're like oh that's fine you're basically a toddler if you're getting towards adolescence that's yes. a lot more embarrassing yeah in teenage years that would be horrendous wouldn't it yeah school, you'd never certainly. recover from it surely <laughs> no, no no you wouldn't no I hope Linda was young when it happened certainly yeah and I hope Linda <laughs> has no psychological scarring from it I mean she's texting us about it so yeah, she's broadly fine. fine whereas that Scottish guy in Hyde Park I think he might be uh, struggling to come to terms with that for a while for a while yet which is where this story was prompted of course by the naked Scottish football yeah, fan in Hyde Park that, that footage has gone like, around the world like, <laughs> might, so yeah. many people they might be listening now yeah, oh, if you are get in touch <laughs> I'd love self- to hear your side of the story you know <laughs> what, how it happened you know, you know how much buckfast you'd actually consumed that day <laughs> yeah. let oh, us know if you are the guy do get in touch or if you know the guy um, but we will handle this, obviously, sensitively. We're not going to give yeah. away his location yeah, or anything yeah, like course. that. Yeah, yeah, we can disguise your voice if needs be. <laughs> <laughs> although, everyone, although everyone knows who you are, to be fair. <laughs> they know every inch of your body. It's not his voice he needed to cover up. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Portugal, Germany kicks off in half an hour. What an incredible group that is. Yeah, it's a tough group to get out of, isn't it? Certainly. And with France drawing, it really puts the pressure on them today, that draw. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to feel more positive about England. (laughs) <laughs> at least we're not in that group yeah at least we're not in that group that's a good one yeah that's a positive. you know what it is I think it's just that obviously after the World Cup and then with this group of players and all that you go oh maybe mm. there's a chance we might win it and I just think last night is one of those things where you go we're probably not going to win it and obviously when you yeah. see Italy play you think oh I'm probably not going to win it and when you see Belgium yeah. play it's the first time like an England well. performance under Southgate yeah. But, you know, we'd never won an opening group game at uh, the Euros until this this tournament. So, you know, we'd started better. We normally do the rubbish goalless draw in the first game. So we did it in the second this time. And we'll move on. And Harry Kane will probably start scoring at some point, won't he? I mean, once he has a little rest. And, you know, maybe he'll start bringing those attacking players like Grealish on. Maybe maybe start with Grealish. That would be a crazy idea. And then things might turn around. Yeah. I don't think it's... It's not over. Yeah. It's not over. Okay, <laughs> Would you, do you, I mean, how does your view of... Obviously, this time last weekend, we hadn't seen any of the home nations play. Mm. So what's your view? Like, Are you more optimistic about England's chances? Are they the same? Like, well, how do you feel? No, last night I was massively pessimistic about our chances. But, I mean, it is just... In a tournament, it's like a one-off bad game that we can all forget about and move on and if we batter the Czech Republic 3-0 in the next game it'll be forgotten won't it so and then we'll go into the knockout stages full of hope and excitement once again but do you think we will batter the Czech Republic 3-0 well um, I, I mean I think we should we should beat them but then we said that about Scotland so I mean we really <laughs> we really should beat them um, <laughs> I wouldn't be putting any money on it though no. do you do you think we will I think we'll win yeah but I, I wouldn't go as far as 3-0 <laughs> You're always very optimistic as well, aren't you, about well, England? And it's even got to you. Well, I was. I, I wasn't hugely optimistic about last night. I have to say, I was. Um, I thought it was going to be tight. I thought we might edge mm. it, but I, I, I never th- saw it as a kind of battering. But um, 
It's time now for Roy's rants. Obviously, all week you've been tweeting us things you'd like to hear Roy Keane or Roy Hodgson rant about. Dyson is now going to put one of those suggestions to whichever man is oh. channeled in this seance <laughs> oh. of the living. Love it. I wonder which Roy will get to that, because it could be interesting if we get Keener, because Hodgson got a CBE the other week, so I wonder if uh, Roy Keane would be annoyed at another Roy getting all the attention from the Queen. I mean, Roy, which Roy do we have you here with us, Roy? Well, we just have to see. You just have to, you have to put the okay. question and then okay, they Okay, right, through. fine. Okay, Tracy uh, wants Roy to rant about people who invite you to like their Facebook pages. Uh, no, Susan, I do not want to like your golf show. Page. I am not interested in seeing you flog strings of lights in bottles with the word "mam" on it, and I'm certainly not buying painted pieces of wood as garden decorations. <laughs> A rant, really, from Tracy there. Uh, but Roy, what are your thoughts about people asking you to like their Facebook pages? Oh, oh, Facebook page are very new to me. You know, oh, oh. I'm not really on Facebook. Uh, it makes me think lesser of my friends. You know, oh, I quite like. <laughs> And I got his Facebook page if I go, he's wanting again, you know. And I think twice he's right, particularly that kind of, um, you know, all that homemade stuff. Uh, lights in bottles. Ooh, oh, oh. Uh, fire hazard springs to mind. You, know? you leave that alone in the kitchen, uh, kaboom, you know. You've got to be very careful with this stuff. I'm not, uh, has this stuff been pat tested? You know, I'm not entirely sure about that. So, uh, and, uh, what, you know, the whole thing, why, we, why do we seek about, you know, validation in the online well, world? Yeah, why yeah. Do we so, seek for likes, isn't it, Roy? Yeah, you've never just gone out there for likes and retweets, have you? Oh, is it not yeah. enough to have the warm embrace of a friendship group that fully functions <laughs> without having to exist in the online world? <laughs> I have to tell you, Matt, that that's all behaviour makes me question the very fundamentals of society. Yeah, well, it does. Yeah, me too, Roy. Uh, congratulations on your CBE, though. Thank yeah. you so much. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, if you've been listening to the Dave Barry Breakfast Show this week, you'll know that Dave is trying to complete the England page of a Panini sticker album from 1903 after discovering that executive producer Mark's great-grandfather played for England and owns an England cap on Monday morning. The team have an incredible discovery to tell you about. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. In honour of the nude Scotsman in Hyde Park yesterday, we've been asking you the most embarrassing places you've ended up naked. Matt from Saffron Walden has been in touch. He says, Ooh. My younger brother, after a night out, got the train home and ended up naked on our mum and dad's sofa. He hadn't lived at home for three years and lived in the next village on the train line. Of course, my mum called me to come and laugh at him while he was asleep. <laughs> but had he, got, had, he, had he got home naked? Yeah, what? So he'd gone to the wrong house, had he? He'd gone to his parents' house instead of his own house and then just took all his clothes off and slept on the sofa. Does he normally do that? I mean, I've, you know, without wanting to get into kind of the science of the naked body, don't yeah. sleep on the sofa naked. No, no, exactly. Because there's not a sheet on it, is there? Like, at least for the bed, exactly, you've got a sheet. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. I wouldn't want to ever sit on that settee ever again. <laughs> no, unless it was one of those ones that had, still had the plastic on from the shop, you know. Do people still do that? Plastic coating. I'm not sure they do, really, but I hope in this case they did. <laughs> yeah, at least it would wipe. You'd just be like, I don't want to sit 
Well, his clammy body's kind of <laughs> been oh, no. for 10 hours on no, a yeah. summer's oh, night. No, no, not nice. Although I do like the parents' reaction. Uh, your, bro- your brother's here naked on the sofa. Do you want to come around and laugh at him? <laughs> not, not, not come around and get him, just come around and laugh at him. We're all doing it. Come and join in. Yeah, nice. it's really funny. Oh, you, you, your brother's here. Yeah, it's the first time he's been back for three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's absolutely stark as... The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, we're almost at the end now, Dyson. Tonight. Yes, we are. Far, you know it's what? I'm so disappointed with myself. <laughs> oh, it, like, why? How affected I am by it. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm so immature. Yeah. I feel like such yeah. a child. I think everyone's... Well, all English football fans are feeling a bit down today, aren't they? The Scots are full of the joys of spring, but we're not. And it's hard to put a brave face on things like that sometimes, isn't it, Fordy? Don't don't be too bad and hard on yourself. No, and obviously last night, someone... You know, it was the only one of three options. You know, at least no one lost. Yeah. And I heard someone say that um, when Portugal last won the Euros, yeah. they didn't win any of their group games. That's true. So, you know, there is hope for us. It might finally come together in the knockout stages. Yes, and there's hope for Scotland and Wales as well. Hopefully all home nations will get out of their groups uh, in the coming days. Wales obviously play tomorrow. Um, it's really exciting. I just... Oh. I just don't want people to be upset. <laughs> I just want everyone to be happy. As... Oh, oh, no one can be man. happy. You know, just focus on those Scottish people that helped with the clear-up in Leicester Square. Yes, the legends. That was a, nice, that was a positive story to come out of it all. Give them a knighthood. Give them a knighthood. <laughs> and, and France drew today with Hungary. Yes. So yeah, teams exactly. draw. And yeah. I don't want Upsets to... happen. Yeah. I'm trying not to extrapolate too much for the rest of the tournament, but... This time next Saturday, we will know. Ooh. Oh, it's coming up. <laughs> well, there you go. That had everything, didn't it? It had optimism for Scottish people, a bit of optimism for English people, and yes. nudity. Yes, for all people. Yeah, yeah, for everyone to enjoy. And uh, joy for Hungarians as well, which is nice, isn't it? Nice change for a rock and roll football episode. Yeah, we should say as well, obviously we've talked a lot about England and Scotland because that was the game the night before the show. Um, But Wales are having a fantastic tournament as well, so we don't want to neglect our Welsh friends. who've uh, No, they're doing very well. Yeah, yeah, they just just haven't played the night before a show yet. Yes, so um, obviously last week's show we were on while they were on, so... What am I talking yes. about? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. We enjoyed take that. that. Back. We, ce- take it all we back. celebrated that then, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We're fully on board with the Welsh success. We're fully on board with all home nations and we wish them all equally well. Yes, exactly. Sort of. Uh, but mainly England. <laughs> yeah, if, if England could win it, if, if we could all get to the semis but England win it, then wouldn't oh, that be great? Oh, that's the dream scenario. That yeah, that's An all home nation final that England win and then we're all happy. <laughs> Everyone yes. would take that, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't feel too confident. Imagine if it was England Scotland again in the final. Okay, is that even possible? So would, would let's I know, but let's say it was right. Would you rather lose to France in the second round or lose to Scotland in the final? <laughs> I think lose to France in the second round. Yeah, 100%. that would be too much. It would be too much to take, wouldn't it? That. Oh, it's bad enough drawing nil-nil with them, but losing would be horrendous. It would. But we wish all home nations equally well. <laughs> we do. And, and if we it was do. England we Scotland in the final, yeah. we would be entirely neutral. Yes, exactly. All home nations. Come on, Wales, Scotland and England. Yeah. 
Rock and roll football. Podcast done.